welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the assiduous Louis Fox. That's right. I will burn you. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? No. <laughs> What's assiduous mean? It means that it is hardworking. Oh. You're I'm... hardworking. Yeah, we both are hardworking. We've been, for another podcast we do, We've done a whole bunch of interviews because we're in San Francisco right now. Louie, we are in San Francisco, and we're down here because we are recording for the Moisture Festival podcast. We're doing some in-person interviews, and if you haven't checked out the Moisture Festival podcast, you can do so uh, right where you get this podcast at, on iTunes, Spotify, or you can go to moisturefestival.org. And what do you think so far? How's it been going? I think it's been going great. We've done well. We had interviewed a musician who's a sword swallower. Yes. Uh, we interviewed some wild people. And before the interviews, we got to go and visit our, our friend who lives in a artist collective that called was the Vulcan. called the Vulcan that was once like a steel foundry. Yeah. I learned to ride a clown bike, <laughs> which is it's a unicycle that has like I wouldn't a, say you learned how to do it. I, you rode on it. I rode I would say you I rode like a circle. You use the word learn very loosely. I rode to the edge of the stair, turned on a dime, and then rode in a circle. It's like saying como estas. I learned Spanish today. You did. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Me apprendiendo español. Circus bike. <laughs> Circus bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we went to uh, we went to a memorial for the Jonestown suicide people, and it was kind of interesting because they had the names of everyone who died at Jonestown, which was a cult that had the the, the cyanide. Group. Yeah, and the cult leader who essentially killed everybody, Jim Jones. Yes, his name was on the on the memorial, and it was covered up with rocks. Yeah, we also went to the Black Dahlia's grave, yes. the famous Black Dahlia and murder. We, we had to talk our way through past a security guard. It was very bizarre. I'd never been to a cemetery where there was a security guard shaking you down before you go in. He's like, "What is your business here?" Yeah, what's your business? Like, <laughs> grave robbing. <laughs> so I go, "We want to. See, we're going to see the Black Dahlia." And he goes, "I don't know what that is. Is that family?" I'm like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> He goes, move along. I hope he Googles that later. He goes, ah, I've been bamboozled. <laughs> those those two hippies. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I needed to go to the bathroom so bad, and you were like, it is so rude to pee in a graveyard. And I'm like, I'm not going to pee on a grave. And so I went. I didn't say pee on a grave. I said pee in the you just, grave. You, you think it's rude just to pee in a graveyard? Yeah. What, how is that rude? Dude, that's like, that. it's these people's house. Isn't the forest a graveyard for animals? Yeah. So is it rude to pee? Isn't the ocean a graveyard for the Titanic? And whenever you pee while you're swimming, you're pissing on the remains of the Titanic. And then John, Cam- John Cameron has a little tear come out. James Cameron. James Cameron. I feel like you're again very loose on the <laughs> the parameters of what what is acceptable and not acceptable. But I got to go pee in the graveyard. No harm, no foul. How was it? It was great. 
And uh, yeah, we're here. We're doing interviews. It's been fun. We had an eventful night. Uh, oh, dude, did I tell you this? The other day, I was, this is in Eugene. This is before we even drove down here. I was riding my bike with my, with my friend Gloria, and this car drives up and parks in a parking lot. And we're riding by our bikes through this parking okay. lot. And a teenager is walking up to this car. And this woman goes, child pedophile, child pedophile, child pedophile. And the kid walks up to the car and gets in the car. (laughs) (laughs) And she didn't like quite put up a fight about it. I'm like, is this like the world's weirdest Uber ride? (laughs) Where you put your name in as child pedophile. (laughs) Are you child pedophile? Are you child pedophile? (laughs) Can you do that? Change my names on my Uber was, now. What was weird is that kid, it was a kid. He looked like a child. Yeah. And then she, he just got in the car. He didn't seem like phased by being called that in any mm. way. And then it was like, why is she letting him get in the car? Yeah, but okay, if you were a parent, you'd do stuff like that to your kid. You'd be like. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I might do stuff like, I wouldn't say child, child pedophile. No, I wouldn't do that. I don't know. So that's what happened. I forgot to tell you about did you, that. Did you call Crime Stoppers? Yeah, I was just like, that was so weird. I was like, okay. Yeah. You just made a mental note, but not enough. Yeah, I'd be, this is the extent. I mean, the police should really be listening to this, honestly. <laughs> for, for more, for more, you pee in the graveyard more than the child pet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. All right, let's get some stories. Let's do it. for some weird news. This story comes from fr24news.com. That's a news source more reliable than using Velveeta as a laxative. No, you can't use Velveeta as a laxative? No, that'll plug you up every time. I've used it as spackle for my walls before. <laughs> I used it to putty my toilet. <laughs> story goes, cheese photo leads to arrest of big cheese drug dealer in Liverpool. The better headline would have been Small block leads to big house. Ah, small block leads to the cell block. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) A drug dealer in the English city of Liverpool thought he was the big cheese until police got all the evidence they needed to arrest him from a picture he shared of himself holding a small block of creamy Stilton. They booked him on grand cheese mongering. (laughs) Right. Can you imagine like their the APB they put out on this guy? We have a wanted suspect. He's Caucasian, 6'4", blue eyes, and he loves cheese. <laughs> Keep an eye Be out. Be on the lookout. He loves to hunt delis. Cops are just hanging out at the deli counters. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Stewart, 39, was sentenced to 13 years and six months in prison at Liverpool Crown Court after he pled guilty to conspiracy to supply cocaine, conspiracy to supply heroin, MDMA, and ketamine, and transferring criminal property and giving dairy to a vegan. <laughs> it's weird that the charges are conspiracy to supply cocaine and then conspiracy to supply heroin, MDMA, ketamine, and transferring criminal property. That <laughs> <laughs> They've really backloaded those charges. And he was mean to an old lady once. Yeah. <laughs> and then he jaywalked in 1997. But we lumped that in with the supplying MDMA. <laughs> 
Were it not for a photo to be shared of himself holding the cheese block from the reputable British retailer Mark and Spencer, why did they need to add that? <laughs> the reputable Marks. Don't believe the rumors about Mark and Spencer. They are reputable. The Spencer and Mark. That's the dark web version. <laughs> he could still very well be supplying large amounts of drugs. All right. There's a couple things. First of all, I have a message to Marks and Spencer. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. And the second one is, like, why is he sharing his love of cheese well, to, like, his people he's selling drugs to? <laughs> like, why do they care? Because you want to know small tidbits and facts about your, you know, your dealer. Yeah, you know? it's, it's that personal touch. Exactly. That's why people buy ketamine from me. Yeah. You well, I love how you're saying Marcus and Spencer snitches get stitches. They're just the people where he bought the cheese at, man. These, they're not the ones that how, called them out. How do you think it led to him, though, right? So you gotta. It was the the crypto chat that he was on. Yeah, that's my new. I'm investing in crypto chat <laughs> yes, right crypto now. Chat. I don't know what you've got. Call it. I've got eight dollars in crypto <laughs> chat going through the roof. Stewart was arrested after he posted the photo on the encrypted messaging service EncroChat via the handle Toffee Force. Unbeknownst to him, the service had been cracked by police in Europe. From that, his palm and fingerprints were analyzed, and police had their man. But that's the thing, like. Okay, you, you've identified who is posting this picture, but you don't know where they are. That's where Marks and Spencer's comes in. Oh, gotcha. I'm imagining they're like, do you recognize this hand? <laughs> do, you, do you recognize this guy doing a selfie of his hand? And they're like, oh yeah, that's John Stilton. <laughs> they also had a palm reader look at the picture and says that he's going to get nine to life. <laughs> Maryside Police Detective Inspector Lee Wilkinson and Stewart had said Stewart had been caught out by his love of Stilton cheese. That <laughs> is the great criminal's downfall is cheese. Yeah, it, it, it ranked in order. It goes, drugs always get you, cheese, and then hookers. <laughs> they say Al Capone got caught because of his love of Swiss. <laughs> El Chapo for his love of Munster. <laughs> Stewart isn't alone in having his criminal activities brought to a premature end by his activities on EncroChat. Maryside police say about 60,000 users have now been identified worldwide with about 10,000 of them in the UK alone. So how can EncroChat not be used by, for anything legal? It's like you might as well just name your chat like dark web <laughs> shifty sales. I don't think it's very encrypted if the police can identify 60,000 people. Which is probably all their user base too. They, they're all said to be involved in coordinating and planning the supply and distribution of drugs and weapons, money laundering, and other criminal activity. Yeah, like they, they, they deal in the raw milk. Yeah, I mean, they, they are kind of narky. Yeah. <laughs> Maryside Police has arrested more than 60 people as part of Operation Venetic, and three more criminals were sentenced to long-term prison terms on Wednesday. Three more are due for sentencing Thursday. So they got a busy docket. My thing is... When they name all these operations, do they check to see if one's been called that before? Oh, yeah. They probably have like a fishbowl of like name, different names. This is Operation Moonshadow. But like, was there a moonshadow in 1967 that they... But there's like, still stuff in there from 1967. <laughs> We're like, all right, here's... A, we just took a, took a dictionary, cut it up, and that's what we got. Sean Harrison, 33, was one of those sentenced to 10 years, 8 months in prison after pleading guilty to conspiracy to supply cocaine and cannabis. Harrison was caught out after he revealed personal details of himself on EncroChat in which he went by the handle Scantby and Sand Ferret. 
The, it's like Internet 101 got these people. You never give out your address. Yeah. Uh, never like a cheese rolling video. <laughs> exactly. I think the, the moral of the story is if you're a criminal, don't go to EncroChat. Yeah, that's the night. That, that thing is way insecure. Mary's, that's more insecure than a teenager. Maryside police, along with law enforcement agencies across the world, will leave no stone unturned in our pursuit of those people who think they are above the law. And we will continue to target anyone involved in serious organized crime to keep the positive momentum going, Wilkinson said. What do you think, Louie? I mean, I love that it was a creative way to catch him. I kind of weirded out, though, that through a text, they were able to analyze fingerprints. Yeah, it's crazy. That's the problem with you don't need a 4K camera on your iPhone to take a picture with your cheese. And there, there's a there's a mugshot of the guy and then the picture of the hand holding the cheese. And he doesn't look like the type of guy that would like such a fine cheese. No, no. He looks more like the kind of guy that would be like he could tell me the different kinds of salted fish. <laughs> He does look like, you know, a guy who's drinking Coors Light and watching, like, Australian Rules football. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so what do you think, Louie? I'm glad they got the guy. And you know what? Maybe you shouldn't be taking sending me 4K pictures to fill up my phone's yeah. encrypted uh, text messaging service. I am now going to have to find a new ketamine dealer. <laughs> yes. This is very disappointing. <laughs> Wish your scant being scrubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. Stories pod duh. This story comes from foxbusiness.com. That's a new source more reliable than a stock tip from a Monday morning quarterback. What is a Monday morning quarterback? Someone who calls it after the fact. Oh, gotcha. So <laughs> what is a stock tip from a Monday morning? So if oh, you're so you saying after the stock blows up, <laughs> yeah. they're like, you should have got that. You should buy at the top of got, the market. Gotcha. All right. So the story goes... I always feel like when I have the ones that I have to explain to you, I feel like my job is done. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I learned so much from your more reliable then. <laughs> story goes, police in California arrest the driver of a Tesla for allegedly operating the vehicle from the back seat. I think if you were to ask my wife and daughter, they'd say all of my driving is done from the back seat. Ah, yeah. I, I would agree with that. <laughs> Erica should be thrown into that, too. <laughs> I would say that's the number one source of our arguments is me riding passenger. Ah. And being like, whoa, ah, ah. Yeah, Carrie Lynn likes to slam on the brakes by pushing her hand on the, on the dashboard. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that just distracts me. I, I do that one, too. I'm like, did you get the fly? And then I rear end something. I just let these weird sounds out. Whoop! <laughs> hey, hey, baby! Hey, hey! That's what I sound like as a passenger. I just live on the edge, and they don't know how fearless I am. The California Highway Patrol said Wednesday it had arrested 25-year-old Param Sharma for reckless driving of a Tesla, Inc., Model 3 on Interstate 80 in the Bay Area. Mr. Sharma couldn't immediately be reached for comment. His lawyer did respond, saying he denies that he's 25. He's 22. <laughs> he's got to keep his game with the ladies. No, your officer, this is a carpool. Well, who's the passenger? I'm the passenger. <laughs> then who's driving? <laughs> Elon Musk. Police said the future. 
Police said they had... Who's driving? 20 grand more than your police cruiser. <laughs> police said they had received 911 calls about the driver. The officer in Wednesday's arrest saw the driver, the lone occupant of the car, seated in the back seat. Police said Mr. Sharma moved to the driver's seat and stopped the car on the shoulder of the interstate where he was arrested, the police said. Who's the big narc? Like, if I saw a car without a driver, I would just assume it's technology I don't understand. Yeah, but what happens if the car is swerving? Like, I think that robot is drunk. Like, yeah, what happens if they're being go. dangerous? Well, because they have, the, like, the pe- like Pizza Hut has an autonomous car that delivers pizza. Okay. I would just assume it's one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that pizza delivery car All is uh, doing a horrible job. He's only slightly less drunk that than my cheese, normal That police. cheese is going to be slid all the way up on that crust. All the oil from that crappy cheese is going to be <laughs> in the box. Apparently he got pulled over, then he jumped to the front seat, pulled the car over, and that was when he got arrested. Yeah. Mr. Sharma had... That was the actual crime with switching seats. (laughs) Mr. Sharma was charged with two counts of reckless driving and disobeying an officer. He was cited with using his vehicle in a reckless manner also last month, the police said. So this guy's a, a repeat offender. Is he, or is he just letting technology do its thing? Well, obviously, it's not doing it correctly if it's, they're constantly getting reports about it. Based on this guy's judgment for not wanting to drive and letting the autopilot drive, I think he should be letting the autopilot drive. <laughs> I don't trust his judgment. I, I've never had an autopilot car, but I have had a car that was like, would say, you know, if you swerve too much, they'd be like, it's time to pull over and get coffee. You might need a nap. I had a rental car that did that. Yeah. And I wanted to stab it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny because it only happened to me and Erica was like totally fine every time. Yeah. The incident is the latest to raise questions about how some drivers use the advanced driver assistant features Tesla offers on its vehicles. The problem is you put a bunch of basic people in an advanced driver feature car and that's your problem. Isn't that why you get the car though? Is like it drives for you? Yeah, why would you get the car of the future if you aren't living in the future? Yeah, exactly. Tesla has said the driver assistance system it calls Autopilot makes operating its vehicles safer. The company didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. No, they said Elon Musk is too busy shooting SpaceX satellites into orbit. <laughs> the National Transportation Safety Board, which has the power to issue safety recommendations, has previously expressed concerns that there aren't clear rules in the U.S. about how companies should ensure drivers pay attention when when driver assistance features are engaged. Here's the messed up thing. The NTSB has the power to issue recommendations. That means they have no power. And then they're complaining about, you make the rules. Listen, we recommend you keep your hands at 10 and 2. That's it. Yeah, that's That's all all we know. There's no penalty. That's how we know. Yep. Our studies have gone that far. (laughs) Also, no cat calls. (laughs) Tesla has said that drivers using autopilot must remain attentive with their hands on the wheel and that it has safety features, including oral and visual alerts to remind them to stay engaged. Hence our, our uh, rental cars. Exactly. You know what they need, though? Like, why is this in a car? It should be in half the parents' households to stay engaged with their children. Right. Do you need to pull over? You haven't talked to your child in seven <laughs> days. <laughs> Tesla is working on an enhanced version of its driver assistant tools. Chief executive Elon Musk on Wednesday tweeted that the company may put a test version of that software into wider release within the next two months. Who's going to test? Can I put that in my Ford Fiesta? Yeah, that would be awesome. (laughs) Put it on my moped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What do you think, Louie? I like that people are actually pushing the driver's 
the autopilots to its limits. I think as long as it's not causing any damage or, you know. But a lot of people have died using it. Oh, they have? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, like the car will crash into stuff its sensor doesn't pick up. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, so there's that. Yeah. What, yeah, what is what is the guy doing in the back seat? Like, what does he need? He's just texting. Like, Maybe I mean, like, if you're online ha- dating, he's is putting he up hammered? Si- he's putting up signs to people <laughs> saying, "Honk if you love Jesus." Is yeah, that- he's he's just like, dude, my words with friends game is almost over. Yeah, like, what is this guy doing? You know, like, what do you need all this time for? I like how that's like the big crime too. Like, and he's done it twice. Yeah, remember when people used to rob banks twice? Twice. <laughs> Remember when there was a guy named John Dillinger? I don't know. I don't think this is this big of a deal, honestly. Like, I feel like the technology is there. The people should catch up and make the rules with the technology as it's being and developed. And we should give the NTSB uh, the power to make actual rules. Yeah, come on, Congress. Let's give them some funding. Let's hook them up. Let's yeah. get more than six employees out there. Let's put the T in NTSB as teeth. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, Oddballs. I want to thank you so much for listening and your time. If you want to contribute more than just your time, you can do so by donating to our Patreon page. That's right. Go to oddandoffbeat.com, hit the Patreon link, and you can support us for as little as a few bucks a day. Absolutely. And where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? From June 24th to the 27th, you can catch me at the Yuba Sutter Fair in beautiful Yuba City, California. Nice. If you're in the area and want to come out, uh, the next town over is Marysville, California. That's where I took my famous ghost picture. Oh, yeah, the famous ghost. But people talk about that all the time. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll be walking down the street and people will accost me about it. They'll be like, can you show me that ghost picture? Yeah. Uh, which was, it was just like a piece of dust on the It was, camera. I think, a smudge on, okay. the, on, the, on, the, on it that looked like a person. Nice. Are you going to go back to the location and oh, try and get a the, second that's the confirmation goal. of ghosts? Uh-huh. It would be crazy if he's holding a little sign like, it was me. We have a mutual friend that is a ghost. A psychic medium. Psychic medium. So ghosts speak to her. So maybe if you brought her, oh, she maybe. could help. So where can they catch you? You can catch me at the Shasta District Fair. I am there from the 23rd to the 26th, and I'll be slinging jokes and trying to remember the show. I got a couple new routines I might try out, depending on how I'm feeling. And uh, I'm trying out the ponytail. I got long ass hair, and this is uh, I'm going to try the ponytail on stage. You can try and talk him into trying to do a double ponytail. Yeah, I was trying to convince Louie today that I could pull off a double ponytail, but... Uh, my wife and Louie have both agreed <laughs> that that is a bad idea. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, we want to thank you so much. Of course, send us a message, info at oddandoffbeat.com. You, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social, LinkedIn. I don't know. I think. Yeah, other, you can, we're on Parler. <laughs> yes, I think <laughs> any of those. We're, we're on Trump's blogs. <laughs> I don't know. But we want to thank you so much for your, getting through this whole program. You are awesome and amazing. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.